0: Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of From No Crypto to No Crypto. I'm your host, the Crypto Coach, Blockchain Wayne. Today, we're joined by Flavian with Blockchain Game Alliance. Now this is a what I've been looking forward to. Blockchain Game Alliance is definitely something I want everybody to learn about, hear about what they're doing in this space. But Flavian, first and for, first and foremost, thanks for joining us today.
1: Thank you, thank you for
0: the invite. Very excited about that. So thanks a lot. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, definitely. Tell you, I've been looking forward to this. I really like what you guys are doing. I think uh, gaming is going to be a catalyst to overall adoption of this technology. It's going to expose it to a lot of people when it's done right. Um, and I thought I'm definitely interested to share with, with everybody what you're doing. But before we jump into that, can you tell everybody a little bit about your background, kind of what you did before this space and what got you into this space?
1: Sure. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot for the invite. Uh, obviously, as part of the BGA, the Blockchain Game Alliance, I will have the chance to explain to you what we do. But it's it's wonderful to have your protocol as well because I think we are sharing the same values in terms of how to make it easy for anyone to be involved in this new ecosystem and world, which, which is Web3. So it's wonderful to have a chance to talk about this. And um, myself, I, I joined the BGA, the Blockchain Game Alliance, as Director of Global Development it was two years ago. Um, before that, uh, I was uh, in charge of digital marketing, I was passionate, still passionate about any way you could actually promote a brand, uh, using a lot of different digital platforms, uh, it could be related to communication, but related to how to do business with new digital platform as well. So uh, I'm, I'm passionate with that. And obviously, when I cross path with the web three we worlds. At the beginning, I didn't get it. Um, and uh, actually based on the NFT craziness and um, the, the first use case of why blockchain in gaming, as a player, I start I started to understand what it was and actually how it could change everything, not just for gaming, but for every kind of industry. So I really wanted to be involved in any way. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. a gamer, so working in blockchain and gaming is actually a dream for me. And I had the chance to meet uh, Sebastian. It's really... Uh, I would say a web three story because I had the chance to reach out to Sebastian Borgé, the co-founder of the Sandbox and president of the Blockchain Game Alliance, and was looking for a web three job, if I may, to find these like that. And um, had the chance to tweet about Sebastian one time. Uh, he responded uh, uh, and uh, and we had a chat, and um, he got me this job. And uh, really fortunate to actually be in, involved in the BGA because. Uh, We're doing amazing things with with amazing members with this specific mission to promote blockchain technology within gaming. So, yeah, my journey now is really pretty much around learning from the members who are building innovative solutions. So I'm in the best position, I will say. (laughs)
0: Gotcha. Awesome. I guess one thing everybody can learn from this, right? Never under, n- never underestimate the power of a tweet, right? Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> yes, yes. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. And I tell you, you know, your story, I think it resonates with me and a, maybe a lot of people listening, because I think when we first hear about this space, whether it's Crypto Web3, the whole the whole mess, the whole thing tied together, it it really it, it's it's something you have to wrap your head around. And, and many people don't get it at first. Uh you know, I always joke just in Bitcoin in general. I think about everybody's got a story about when they first heard about Bitcoin yeah. versus when they first got involved or maybe bought some. And there's usually a gap there where it was skepticism, don't understand it, don't get it, till finally, for one reason or another, finally getting involved. <laughs> my
1: my, all, my first, uh, I would say, uh, path towards crypto, where three, yeah, let's call it uh, crypto, it was. To start account based account, and I didn't get it just for the sake of um, uh, winning more money based on actually how much you could put, but I didn't get the technology behind, but actually, mm. when I understood through gaming what it is, I understood yeah. crypto market I understood what it means in terms of cri- uh, cryptocurrency and everything. so yeah, as you said, like it's a learning curve, and you, you have to accept that uh, it's a process
0: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you touched on NFTs. I can tell you, I've been a long time proponent of NFTs. Um, I did my first podcast on NFTs in 2018, oh, and <laughs> I, w- I went down the rabbit hole of, of how great they could be. I bought my first NFT in 2017. Um, I used to collect sports cards as a kid, so I understood that. And I went down that rabbit hole of collectibles, gaming, and all the other use cases we're going to see with NFTs. And even today, when people think, oh, NFTs were just a fad, they're not going to last. It was a, you know they haven't really seen the true potential of what nfts can be gaming is going to expose a lot of people to that um i think uh, a lot of other um collectibles a lot of things that people normally have that are digital products being converted to nfts can create some exclusivity so we've got a long way to go there to to show the world but gaming is going to play a big part in that in terms of how big a potential this technology is
1: definitely um i think there are so much to say about nfts and not just around gaming but i would say maybe the the the, the one thing um around nft across different industry will be community and for me it mm-hmm. was from my my understanding about what it is and how the powerful is the the, the technology is how you actually through collectibles as you say uh mm-hmm. rarity scarcity uh and you understand how to belong to a specific community online uh, and uh, how you stick with, why you stick with it and not just relate it to the price you could get, you know, in, in two or three months. So yeah, it, it's it, definitely a big path. And a lot of games uh, from the beginning understood that uh, going for NFTs help building a new community for the, for the games they didn't release yet. And they're gonna, uh, mm. we are now in the time I hope in 2024, I'm, I'm very, very convinced with the fact that in 2024 all these crypto enthusiasts um, uh, who actually uh, supported the, the game from the beginning with the purchase of NFTs will see um, how exciting it is to actually be a part of this uh, this um, ecosystem, this community from day one and to play the game in 2024. I'm sure uh, it's going to be the case for most of the games. So yeah, definitely excited.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I see so much potential there. I mean, besides being able to use those NFT assets potentially in a game, I mean, the way game developers can be, they can take— imagine taking an existing community that may have bought into a certain NFT and allow them. Hey, this this NFT may not even be related to the game, but when you connect your wallet to play in this game, if you hold that NFT, it actually it, it actually equates to you owning this asset, this skin, this weapon, this whatever right so i can't wait to see all the different use cases that emerge from that because they don't even have to be the native ones that that launched the original nft to say okay if you're in this community so if you're in say the zuki community and you connect to play our game you could could, you could get these assets extra uh just for holding that nft
1: the most for me the most exciting um topic we're actually talking together with the bga members through panels we we organize is uh interoperability like what it is exactly and some of the people they misunderstood that and we understand that actually this Uh misunderstanding because it's yes but how do you translate a character from day one uh, from game one to game two it doesn't make any sense because it's not the same design and you have all different process of designing this character yes right. totally but maybe you need to see beyond that what if the utility of game one give you uh, uh, another utility to game two uh, based on your performance or based on your gaming uh, identity uh, identity of you yourself as a gamer so there are so much potential uh, through hmm. an aspect um of the blockchain technology which is um um, um uh, permissionless uh, like you right. build blocks um on top of another so yeah in terms of ips in terms of one big ecosystem with multiple multiple platforms i think it's super exciting
0: yeah yeah absolutely cool so flavin let's jump into uh tell everybody what is blockchain game alliance and what do you all do there
1: Sure. Um we created the Blockchain Game Alliance in twenty eighteen by founders you actually know right now, but by the time uh they, they were they were not actually you got uh, not so much. Maybe for right. you, because actually you bought bought your first NFT in twenty 27- seven uh, oh, I had 17. some land
0: from Sandbox, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah so, you know, yeah. Uh, and, but, but also you, you, you have as uh, founders, you have Gabby uh, from YGG, you have Alexander hmm. from Axie Infinity as well. So, oh, yeah. uh, and um, Nicolas Poir from, from Ubisoft as well. Uh, so, uh, they created, they decided to create the Blockchain Game Alliance because at huh. first there was a need to, um, uh, gather um, all professionals involved in blockchain gaming in order to network in order to in order to learn from each other uh, and to stick together and uh, obviously based on the technology that's a very new technology and we are even now in the early stage of blockchain gaming Uh, so yeah there is a need to build this ecosystem to learn from each other to do connection between them and it's still the number one priority for us today like with 500 companies our main goal is to make sure that every one of our members can identify each other, like uh, understood what they do, who they are, how uh, how they could collaborate with each other. So that's one thing about the community. Um, and it's not a cheesy thing to say, like it's real, like, uh, obviously when you build this community, they really, they are willing to work with, uh, with each other, uh, based on what we just say in terms of, uh, partnership collaboration. Um, mm. but, um, that's very true. Um, and that could be, um, not understood by everyone because the mobile game industry as an example totally different ecosystem like obviously Uh. you hide every secret you could have and you don't share any insights based on the game you developed and in blockchain gaming it feels like everyone is willing to work together so that's that's good and the other part as i said is education um there is a need to educate uh not only our members but also the gaming industry about why blockchain in uh, gaming um you could see a lot of news publications um uh, in media saying that nfts are scam nfts uh-huh. uh, be careful you shouldn't trust cryptocurrencies and anything which could be true definitely so you need to be very well educated as well but uh you yeah. know parts that's a very powerful technology which will disrupt uh, the business of gaming, but not only, and you have to understand what it is. So, this is our role to actually, uh, based on the expertise of yourself with FIO protocol, but also every other members, mm. to educate the gaming industry about what they should know about the possibilities of blockchain uh, technology. So we are we are the bridge. We act as a bridge between our members and and the gaming industry. And when someone is interested in knowing more about a specific aspect of blockchain, we say, okay, we have the guys who could actually help you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's important. Community is important. Education is is vital. That's that's why I started this podcast uh, over five years ago. Is because I realized this technology is hard for people to understand, and if they just get kind of like we say, what you are hearing in the news, NFTs are scams. Beware of cryptocurrency. There are NFT scams. There are cryptocurrencies to be aware of, but the, this technology is going to be huge, and I think um, I think we're going to we're we're really starting to see the evolution of where blockchain gaming is going. And I like where it's going. You know, initially we saw play to earn you know, rise and fall. And, and I was telling people in the early days that that really wasn't a sustainable model unless you create a circular economy mm-hmm. for what they're earning. If everybody's just playing, earning, and then cashing out, then that's not a sustainable model, you know?
1: At the end of the day, you have to understand the player mindset, like uh, why, what, what reasons a player is playing a game. And, uh-huh. uh, first, it's not to win more. Uh, it's, uh, everything around entertainment, how to have fun, how to uh-huh. gather as a community of players. Uh, so the so- social aspect of it, uh, the fun <laughs> aspect of it. So from that, I think, um, I, I wouldn't say play to earn is not something is something we should forget because it could work especially oh, for absolutely. some of the different games uh it, mm-hmm. it, it could work and uh we we saw that and we talked about that in the bga it should be the only way to explain blockchain gaming play to earn is not mm-hmm. blockchain gaming and that's right. actually the first misunderstanding we we, we are tackling when we yeah. we first face uh uh, the gaming industry in terms of how they understand the technology so uh, it exists and it will exist in different ways but yeah uh, there are so much more things yeah. to to talk about
0: right and and you know those those early play to earn games they just they weren't fun people were just playing them because they were earning money and you said it, the, the game developers need to focus on building a great game that people would play no matter what yeah um and i think that's one aspect another thing i don't know you you've probably seen this more than i have but um people saying you know they're 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 entering the blockchain gaming space and they're doing all these elements that are on chain whether it's token whether it's play to earn whatever um but it's not really solving a real problem whereas you know if a game's gonna be say hey we're a blockchain game we're web3 game then it should lead with the reason of okay how does web3 and blockchain how does that solve yeah either solve a problem enhance the user experience, enhance exactly. the game. You know, how can you solve a problem instead of just saying, oh, yeah, we put that game on chain just to say it's a blockchain game. It doesn't make sense. We got to lead with fun games and then find out how this technology can enhance.
1: And there are so many ways to make, um, you know, to make everyone, every player understand the power of blockchain technology uh, in their own experience of playing a game. Like, obviously, one could be, GTA 5 we are all talking about GTA 6 will will <laughs> have GTA 6 with crypto I don't we, I don't know I'm not sure of it but even GTA 5 like you experience GTA 5 what if you imagine as a user you could actually be a creator as well the world is huge and you actually mm-hmm. see every g- digital items uh, that you could you could have so you have ownership that's another part but you could actually be involved in the market in this huge ecosystem by just be creative and create something because you want to create t-shirts and you want these t-shirts to be sold to other uh, other players in GTA online as well so in terms of building yeah. being a part being involved in uh, in the economy of your favorite games is so wow. powerful um, and that's one thing Like for me the best way uh, I don't know if um, it might be for your parents, but, uh, in Europe, obviously we're all playing FIFA, uh, the, mm-hmm. uh, football game, um, football, not soccer. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
1: and, um, you have, uh, you have, uh, a card game, uh, released every year as well with FIFA. And, uh, you, p- you pay, you pay, uh, a lot of money if you want to be successful. You, if you mm-hmm. want the Mbappé and the others, you, you pay to have those cards, but you know that's, next year you're not going to be able to use those cards it's another right. season so yeah. what if you could actually uh play those cards because it's immutable it's on the blockchain and you have an, still some utility maybe not the same utility as before but same another uti- ways to use your cards and the expenses you did from from last year within the game so yeah so many examples but it takes time and uh, uh, it's not done uh, fully yet so uh, right. we are early
0: yeah, absolutely. So we've seen, we've seen a you know a, a bear market, especially over the last year and a half in in the crypto industry. Uh, but that hasn't stopped people from continuing to build and continue to build in the gaming space. What you guys have a front row seat. What have you seen, um, you know, happen in the gaming space over the last call it year year and a half?
1: Yeah, that that's not an easy time for sure. Because uh, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately for next year, it is pretty much related to the to the state of the crypto uh, markets uh, cryptocurrencies market so if uh, if it goes down obviously the awareness of blockchain gaming is uh, goes down as well uh, so we will see for next year if it's actually better for us i think so not only from that but from the fact that as i said a lot of these big games we heard about in blockchain which is the Illiv- which are the Illuvium, uh the the my pet um, and other games, um, they are losing a the game they are they are playable they are fun, mm-hmm. as you said, and along the way, you introduce blockchain technology, not saying it 's blockchain but actually the the ownership uh the the principle of selling your 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 different digital items within the game as well this is introduced along the way not from the start but along the way as well and um, that's something we're seeing and in 2024 i think most uh, a lot of those games would be released we are seeing a strategy from the, the the big names uh where they want to focus on the distribution of the game so having the game in platform like mad um uh, not magic and the other one but I will remember I should remember uh-huh. but you know the um, uh, the other platform you could actually distribute the games so make it available for everyone every launchers you could partner with as well um and uh, that's I think one of the objectives of those games, just to let everyone, in terms of acquire more and more users, more and more players, and have in mindset how to translate the blockchain layer into their UX. UX. Um, and obviously, because it's new, it takes a lot of time as well. And the technology is not also, uh, it's new. Like, um, we see a lot of improvement, like an account abstraction, but you will tell uh, tell us more as, as well with uh, everything you're doing with your protocol as well. but. Um, uh, in terms of player identity and everything, it's coming. Like the technology is coming as well. Yeah. And in terms of onboarding, it's easier and easier for game developers to do it as well.
0: Yeah, and that that's why we focused on what we did. Onboarding has been a friction point for this game. Imagine a new user coming in from the web two space. They want to play this game that's that's web three, and the first thing you have to do is set up a MetaMask wallet. No way. That's a <laughs> friction point. We're gonna lose most people, right? So that's why, and it's not that, you know, FIO protocol, we, we wanted to just be, um, focused on user adoption in terms of using our handles, making sending and receiving assets easier. But we had a lot of games that wanted to use our protocol and their biggest problem was trying to find a frictionless wallet. Mm-hmm. And so that's when we partnered with MetaKeep to do that. And I, I've always said since the early days that besides education, the other thing that's going to drive this space forward with adoption is easier user interfaces, you. you know? Blockchain tech is too complicated. You know, the developers and the engineers are not UI guys. We need more people to look at the user experience and say, "How can we make this easier?" Um, just just like we look at the iPhone that they always use that as an example. Uh, I'm not an iPhone fan, but the iPhone is is a very popular phone because they made it so simple and easy to use. Uh, you know, not because it has the greatest tech. And it's the same thing with here. If if someone gets in and their first experience is they lose a seed phrase. And they accidentally you know ha- they can't restore their wallet when they change computers then that's a pro- that's a friction point we're going to lose somebody yeah. if they immediately try to send whether it's crypto or a digital asset from a game as an nft if they try to send that to someone and they send it to the wrong address and it's gone forever that's a friction point totally. so yeah yeah especially we in those. gaming
1: when the, the um the attention from a player entering for the first time the game I don't remember how much uh, seconds uh, you need uh, before a player drop off, but it's in seconds, like it might be That's seven quick, seconds. Right? Uh, yeah. So if you're asking someone to set up a while, remember the seed phrase, like it, it's, you're you, gone. Cannot, yeah. you cannot see Absolutely. that as uh, successful. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and from your question, I would say the other thing will be, uh, uh, I think it's gonna be, uh, uh, first we're gonna release, Um, a report. Uh, Usually what we do is we release a report at the end of each year uh, because we ask questions to our members, but also all blockchain gaming uh, professionals Mm -hmm. to um, uh, picture the state of the blockchain gaming ecosystem. And we're going to release that very soon. Uh, But I will say I'm pretty sure I didn't get the, uh, I didn't check anything on my side for the results, but uh, from from last year, and I think it's going to, from for this year, and I think it's going to be the same for next year. I think one of the big challenge, uh, big challenges for every blockchain game companies will be compliance uh, Mm -hmm. and and legal, how countries regions of the world understand blockchain gaming, a game with blockchain technology, with cryptocurrency as well. Should it be defined as gambling? Should it be not? I I hope not. It shouldn't be obviously, Uh, but, um, uh, securities and everything. So, um, in europe uh it's better and better i think uh there is good things to explain and to maybe make it easier for every company will be in europe to actually understand how the law understand blockchain in-game assets uh but that could change so quickly to be honest so we yeah. that's our role to 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 be updated to all of these uh, activities
0: yeah yeah so i think i've heard in the past even before looking at. Um, blockchain-based gaming, but gaming compared to gambling, um, a lot of the distinction is in gambling. It's mostly by chance, whereas in gaming, um, skill it, skill is required to be able to advance. Yeah. Um, so that that hopefully that sticks as as we see more and more blockchain game developments happen. And um, I'm hoping to add, see yeah, and, and sorry, also
1: that that's exactly this. And the other part is um, you put some money upfront uh, and you expect a gain, or you accept the fact the fact that you could lose everything and that's gambling and that shouldn't yeah. be uh I would say gaming because obviously you don't pay to lose money you play to play a game you pay right. to play a game so definitely about chance as well
0: yeah yeah absolutely and and um you know I just hope that that we see and I think we're starting to see more and more game developers just focus on gameplay and because there's enough projects like ours and others that are solving that usability problem, like imagine a, a game developer. They just want to build a great game for people to play. And maybe, you know, they, they have this interest to say, okay, this needs to be a web three game uh, because, you know, there's a lot of things we can do with that and not have to worry about spending months and months on R and D to figure out what wallet <laughs> am I going to use, what chain am I going to use, what you know, let let's get all of that, you know, solved. And it looks like us and other ecosystem partners within Blockchain Game Alliance. Can solve that to where the game developer just, hey, you focus on making a fun game. And, you know, we're, you know, as a community, we've got the elements to integrate your web three elements into that game.
1: You're totally right. And actually, it was, uh, it was well, it was exactly the case one year, two years ago. Even now, it's the case. Like the first, um, uh, the first question for every game developers who want to be in Web three, what kind of protocols I could use? It, it should be better than. It should be easier than that. Obviously, right. should I go to Polygon and everything? That like it should be easier for them not to ask themselves that question. To be honest, I so totally fully agree with you. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, what are you seeing in terms of so Web two games? Obviously, it's it's a big space uh web2 gaming you know, traditional gaming it, it's huge hmm. um what are you are you all seeing any interest I know that some some studios and others have come out you know maybe with an interest for web3 others against it still uh what are you seeing are you seeing any of that sentiment and seeing it shift at all I think
1: w- when I have that question for for people wanting to be in the BGA what I say is for me it's the best KPI uh when we attend a lot of gaming convention, like not blockchain related gaming convention, but we right. kind of um, raise the flag of the blockchain gaming space because we have a booth and we invite our members to showcase their games at our booth, because for us, it's the perfect way to educate the industry about what's what's being done. Um, and um, we attended uh, this year Tokyo Game Show. So in terms of gaming convention, Tokyo Game show, uh, Gamescom, yeah. one of the biggest uh, gaming convention B2C, B2, B2B in, uh, in, in in Germany but in Europe um, and uh, GDC San Francisco among others but these are the three ones um, main ones I would say in the industry and um, we attended uh, this year but also last year and we see the evolution in terms of interests and kind of conversation we have with them like it's crazy obviously in 20, 2022 um, at the booth we kind we, we were definitely able to see that just the guy interesting in blockchain were coming to us and when we tried to engage with anyone at the uh, at the convention it was I don't want to talk about anything related to nft that's not uh, that's not interesting I don't trust this space um so it was a little bit of backlash for sure uh but and uh this year both events we attend for for the second time on our side and you we saw the level of curiosity from game companies building web to games um uh, leveling up and uh, just hmm. for interest like okay can you explain what it is uh i'm interested in the game or could you explain how you integrate blockchain yes but in terms of onboarding so they ask questions so i think it's very awesome. positive for next year
0: yeah that, that's great that's what more people need to do i mean that that is really where it's at. And I tell people all the time, if you're talking to someone, not just gaming, but someone in that traditional web two space, and and to come into web three, you can't just lead with the tech, oh, NFTs blockchain, no, show them what problems you can solve for them. Exactly. What can you sell? What can you help? What can you enhance? Um, and, and that's it. I mean, some of these, you know, some of these games, right, they they, they may, uh, traditional games may have to go through all these different payment gateways around the world, and and pay banks and credit card processing fees everywhere when a simple global token could easily make that to where it was one onboarding point and they go from there. Um, so that, that's definitely what we need to do. And, and I love that strategy because I've done that recently. I, I, I was asked to speak at a music conference here in New Orleans oh, wow. and um, about Web3 and because obviously I'm not I'm not a musician. I'm not in the music industry. But I told him, you know, basically how Web three could enhance their products. What problems it could solve? Musician royalties is a big problem, and from that, there's a lot of there. I've got so many. I've got more leads from that event than I did at some of the other uh, crypto events I've attended in the U.S. So, uh, because they want to learn how they can incorporate that, and I think with games, it's the same way. We show them like what are the benefits to doing this? Like what can this do to enhance your 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 profit, your profile, your game, your user experience, and then from there. Uh, I think it'll drop the barrier. So then uh, then they start asking the questions like you're saying, like, how can I do this? How can I how can I integrate that? And that's good to see, because I think I think it's 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 still all part of that education, like we talked about earlier.
1: Yeah, whatever you do in gaming, in many industries, even if you are in infrastructure, uh, blockchain infrastructure, still you should be a part of the education process. You, you have to, yeah. like, uh, you, you cannot rely on any other company to just explain what it is. Uh, you have to yeah. do it yourself based on the the new technology, which is blockchain. So that could be seen yeah. as fun. <laughs> like, as you said, like it's so fun to speak to people, to convince people about what you could actually uh, uh, do with the technology. So. Definitely. And for us, we go to blockchain events as well. But at the end of the day, we don't want to talk to ourselves as well.
0: Like we are we
1: are convinced by the technology. So. Great
0: Great point. Great point. I would challenge anybody listening to this. If you're in the space, don't just go to crypto events. Crypto events are great to go to because, you know, we get to see see each other. But at the same time, yeah, those those non crypto events that, that different industry events uh, to where we can you can have a presence and maybe explain to people why why it's important um, I usually that's why I walk around I wear Bitcoin gear because t- typically people stop and ask me and I that's my intro to explain to them crypto web 3 and this whole. Yeah. Uh, this whole model. So, you know, I, I it, did the it,
1: same uh, and love it. I did the same uh, last week at uh, Web Summit uh, Lisbon, which is one of the biggest uh, uh, European convention around technology. So it could be anything related to that. So not only Web three. Web three was big last year, but this year not too much based on not so craziness of the industry and um i w- um uh, i have my uh, blockchain game alliance just in big uh, in my back and that's so easy to have people saying I- i'm very interesting could you take tell me more about it that's nice. the perfect strategy for sure
0: yeah yeah good point good point all right awesome flavor so as we wrap up man it's been great i, I definitely want people to learn more about blockchain Blockchain Game Alliance can you tell everybody where they can follow follow your uh your team and find out more about what Blockchain Game Alliance is doing
1: everywhere like we we are we are doing a lot of things for our members so in terms of activities it's mainly internally obviously because we take care of our members but i would say in terms of education it's for everyone so uh watch out our videos on youtube on blockchain game alliance channel uh, but also twitch and uh and x or twitter uh and um and you will find uh panels you will find demo there very exciting things uh because you can actually see the people so you can see it's not a scam. There are real people behind the wheel and you can actually see that they are developing some, something tangible for the industry. So that's perfect if you want to learn more, um, and, um, and yeah, uh, follow us, uh, and, uh, it would be lovely to have, uh, have you, if you decide to come to the beach, yeah. Awesome.
0: Cool. Thanks a lot. Definitely follow them, find out what they're going. This is not just if you're building in the gaming space or the blockchain space. If You want to learn more, follow what they're doing because there's, there's a lot of great stuff there as well. Um, so. Flavian, as we wrap up any final words uh, for for everybody no uh, excited
1: by by the ecosystem um, I think I'm uh, as a player uh, I think 2024 will be very excited so we will uh, we will see what happened but a lot of news right now we didn't talk about this but I think also the other positive aspect of what's happening is Big game publishers like Ubisoft and Square Enix—they are announcing so much crazy things, and relationship and collaboration with uh, infrastructure in and gaming—and uh, is going to be is going to be better and better. I think so. We need them to actually mm. um, uh, speak about blockchain to their, their own players and dec- democratize the technology to players. So, yeah, excited, but for the future for sure.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks again for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, Thanks, everybody, again for listening, and we will catch you on the next episode. Take care, everybody. Bye. (laughs)